Hey guys, this is Jenner here, and here is the breakdown for Mindwave 2.0. Here's the the plan, the schedule, here's all the notes and updates and everything that you need to know for Mindwave in 2020. Uh, shit, I did it again. Hold on. Ding. Okay. <laughs> so, kicking things right off, I know I haven't been around a whole lot. Um, World War Three might happen, so that's cool. Uh, I'm not paying a whole lot of attention to what is going on over there. I just don't have the bandwidth. Um, same, the other one, shitty, man. The Australian wildfires, I, like, that's bad. That's really bad. So my friends down under, my heart goes out to you that this is, it's scary. I mean, massive. Uh, I just heard uh, today from our resident astrophysicist, Richard Lane, who's at Las Campanas Observatory down in Chile. He can see the smoke from there. He's like up in the mountains in Chile at this astronomical observatory, and he can see the fucking smoke from Australia. So this is clearly very, very bad. Um, again, I don't, I'm not a believer. I'm not praying for you because I don't do that, but that is very serious and my heart does go out to you. I'll, I'll be thinking about you. And uh, let's hear from you. Uh, if you're out there and you're being affected by this and you want to come on the show and talk to me about it, uh, lots of ways to get in touch with me, um, all on mindwave.media. So, uh, moving on. I've scrapped a couple ideas because I'm streamlining um, a bunch of things. The pilot program for the 100, I'm going to scrap that for now. That is the um, rewards program for incentivized uh, engagement. That was the whole, um, you know, like, if you if you tweet at us, it's five points or share a Facebook post, it's 10 points or whatever, and then you can rack up the points uh, and then actually use them to buy real goodies, uh, like hoodies and stickers and stuff like that. Um, I'm going to hold off on that for a little bit and probably end up incorporating something like that into the new support model, which is being totally redone um, right now. We have basically just the after show. There's a handful, and it's... Uh, I have a lot more stuff that's going to go into that after show, but as soon as I get through all of the content that I have on, you know, between here and hard drives, uh, elsewhere's all the remaining content um, from the show so far that wasn't mixed down into anything is going to go into that after show. And then once that is done, that specific show is done. Um, it'll stay up forever. The link will be good. Yeah, Patreons and Super Pals will still have access to that. It just It's going to be its own thing. So I'm going to start a new after show. And then again, there's going to be different, uh, unique 
ways to engage and unique goodies and gifts incorporated into the new support model. So that's going to be a big part of my 2020 plan is really, really nailing that down like rock fucking solid um, to make it very cool. I have a lot of ideas. It's just a matter of getting them all together um, and having the time to sit down, which I have had more of lately, which is great. Fantastic. I think I put that a little bit too far away. <laughs> okay, so as well, another project that is getting scrapped for now, for now, guys, uh, it may come back because I do like it, but it's just too much uh, at the moment uh, in more ways than one, and that is the Universe Live Show. This was a really awesome idea. I was very excited to get into it. Um, as I alluded to, like the team kind of dissolved around the same time that this idea was coming together. So it like the streams that we've done so far, like they haven't really gone the way that, you know, like they were, they were duds basically um, of the ones that we've had so far. But I did pay for the service, which is like 25 bucks a month to get all the cool overlays and custom backgrounds and now they have a crawler and all this cool stuff that you can do on the platform. It is very, very cool and I like producing content for it, you know, like the overlays and the and all that. It's very fun, but that's a lot of money every month and I don't necessarily have a whole lot coming in at the moment. So I'm switching back to the free version of StreamYard. Um, I'm probably not going to use it a whole lot. I might have some kind of like right now I have a feed set up that's not linked to anything it's just the universe lounge so that um, anybody can pop in there at any time um, and then that's where I'll test overlays and banners and things like that so I might keep something analogous to that that's like off air like a video meeting space um, for people to you know go over ideas for an episode or whatever so I'll, I'll keep it for that I'm really and I, I've never been and never wanted to be a YouTuber in the first place um, so producing video content for YouTube I'm rethinking how I'm going to do that okay because I am going to do that um, but I need to do it you know like my way if that makes sense because I'm not a YouTube personality and I'm not going to pretend to be one so um, I will get into YouTube a little bit more. The last note that I have here was from another live stream that bombed, and that was the holiday giveaway. Um, I have a hundred codes for digital downloads of Origin, which was the winter album from Year Before Last. Uh, I put those codes. I was gonna give them away live. Um, there wasn't enough people showing up. Um, and all that and rather than have people say hey I want one and then like have me give you one I just put them all in a spreadsheet in a Google Doc I pin that to the top of the MindWave Universe Facebook group um, it'll say holiday giveaway you can pop in there there's a list of codes you grab a code um, there's a link hit the link pop in the code you get a free album uh, I did not come up with a winter project this year Although I did take a track from that album and do kind of a weird reverse reboot thing with it to where I still have the project files for all of those albums. So I brought 
I took one of my favorite songs uh, from that album, which I believe is number five, Snow Peak, um, and I I opened up the project file and deleted everything in it except for the instruments. So, and then gave myself the challenge of trying to recreate, just make something entirely new using the exact same instruments, can't add or remove everything. So if I had an instrument in there, I have to use it. Um, and if I didn't have it in there, then I can't use it. Uh, and it's been a fun challenge. Uh, there's only one thing that I kind of changed a little bit or kind of cheated. Um, there was a drum kit in the original project file that I didn't use. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm not cheating if I use this because it was already here. So um, I, I put together a really interesting drum loop. And I've been playing around with this track now for uh, a few days and it's interesting i might i might actually include a sample of it later uh in this episode i don't know how long i'm gonna go but i know that an episode needs to go out today um it was supposed to go out yesterday uh i had to work so that was that was not happening uh but yeah holiday giveaway if you want to grab a free copy of origin they are first come first serve it's kind of a dick move but this is the like halloween candy bowl on the porch method uh first come first serve grab them uh cash them in if you want to write your name in where you took the code from just say hey like or whatever that would be really cool um yeah so grab one of those It's it's a fun project um, getting back to YouTube, because, uh, again, if you look at our YouTube channel now, which is now youtube.com slash mindwave podcast, it's a little chaotic. <laughs> um, there's no cohesion. There's just like all these random live streams that are branded differently. Um, the episodes, the actual physical episodes of the podcast, not all of them are there. The ones that are there, they have like these weird static images that I'm not super thrilled about. So I want to find a new way to put the show on YouTube and have it be cool um, and a unique thing and just do away with this auto sharing from the Podbean host because... I mean, A, aesthetically, it just does not jive with me. And then they also have a a limit on how many you can do. So if you put out more than one episode a week, then it just doesn't go on YouTube. So I'm like, I can come up with a better solution. So (laughs) part of the 2.0 rebrand, I'm working on new logos, banners, sound design, production sequences, theme song, all of that. Um, so with the production sequence, which I think I'm actually going to combine with the theme song. Um, and if you don't know what I mean by production sequence, this, the, the, um, you know, like my wave, like whatever, just like the intro. So it's like a 15 second spot I'm thinking. Um, and so I'll do sound design for that. And it may end up being more like sound effectsy than like musically. I don't know yet. So if you didn't hear that at the beginning of this episode, it's because I haven't made it yet, but it is something that I'm working on. Uh, you probably will have seen by now little bits of the visual redesign. I included that in um, the last video that I uploaded, which was a junk drawer exclusive. It was a file that I just never got around to editing it, so I just chucked it in Final Cut and uploaded it. And whatever. Um, 
so that's there. But that being said, my new machine is extremely powerful. So for it is crazy fucking easy for me to have Logic Pro and Motion and Pixelmator and and Final Cut and everything open at once and then just kind of like bounce and drag and drop between and then just pump out, you know, like high production value shit like really quick. Uh, if you've seen the... Uh, the promo for the live event that I did uh, that's coming up on the 10th. You'll know what I mean. It looks like a fucking movie trailer. So this is my idea for how the show is going to go on YouTube. I'm, I may still make video appearances if I get like a really cool fucking interview um, where I'm just like, I have to see this person's face. Um, I might do something like that. But the main show, what's going to happen is I'm going to use that production sequence and then I am digging around in stock footage, uh, motion, visual effects, and loops and stuff. So the idea will be that the show always opens up the same with the production sequence. And then I think I'm just going to have a couple different templates of just like visual graphic motion loops, seamless loops that just play for however long. I could just drop the episode in there, trim it to where it needs to be, pop the production thing on the end, and good to go it is a lot of like heavy lifting uh processor wise for the computer to have to actually have to render that and then uploading it to youtube but it's gonna look and feel a lot better it's gonna be within the brand and then it's gonna look nice as well it's gonna like clean up the joint a little bit our youtube channel is a little uh nutsy balls i i might think of a way to like move everything that's there somewhere else or something as a part of this like I'm very much in that like Sims 4 mode I I'm moving to a new lot I like the house that I built over here but I have more room over here <laughs> and I've gotten some new expansion packs so I have some cooler shit to work with uh so that's very much the spirit of of how I'm thinking about this reboot um like blank slate like let's let's Pretend like I'm starting the podcast today and and just come up with something new because, you know, like uh, the trial run, you know, that that was alpha. This is beta. This is <laughs> beta run 2.0. I'm excited for it. I hope you are too. Um, it's going to be a lot more consistent. That is my big, 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 big goal um, is that it is going to be every week. Something's kind of going to come out on the show every single week, every Sunday. Um, included in that, the plan, okay, the, and, and I'm, it's a commitment, and I hope I'll be able to pull it off, but the plan is to adapt This Week in Science into an actual weekly science coverage show where I try to find somebody who worked whatever science we're talking about, try to find somebody on the team to come on to talk to me about the research for half an hour, like or fifteen minutes, something like a mini segment, just to like, hey, let's give us an update on, uh, like Golden Rice was just approved um, somewhere. I can't remember off the top of my head. And that would be a, a good example of like, hey, let's like get one of our uh, ag ag all stars on to like update us on that. So like that would be a this week in science segment, uh, and then that's consistent every week. And I haven't figured out the time slot I think I think I'm gonna do 15 minutes um but if I do it that way then 
I can package that off to the side. There's going to be a whole new This Week in Science page on the website. Everything is going to be much better in terms of, you know, like citing and sourcing, you know, links to the original research, all that. Show notes and everything can be incorporated into, like, I didn't come up with really a... a a good framework for that when I started doing this as as a kind of a goof segment. Um, but I do want to do it like for real, real uh, and talk about science news and talk about it with people who are either on the team or just other people within my circles that I know that are stoked about this research. Um, and that opens up an opportunity for you if you're out there in the world and you have a science story, not only can you submit it, like, um, to be considered for this week in science, you can actually like just come on the show and talk to me uh, uh, with me about it for like 15 minutes or whatever. So that I, I like this idea. Hopefully I'll be able to come up with a story every week and someone to talk to every week. That's the idea. It's going to be packaged separately in its own little page, uh, still in the main show, but also packaged off to the side because the plan is to make it broadcast ready. And by that, I mean FCC compliant, blah, 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 ready for radio to go out on like airwaves and show up in people's cars and stuff. So uh, this is a new idea for MindWave. I hadn't really considered going into broadcast radio with this project, but I think this, uh, you know, mini science show is a good way to kind of test the waters on that. Um, there's a couple stations already that I, I know I could almost certainly get it on there. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be an adventure. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm really excited about really digging into this week in science and having that be like consistent every week and have the stories be really interesting and cool and pull them from all over the place. And again, opportunity for you to help me make that segment of the show because there's a bajillion things to cover. And I kind of don't want to be like one of these pop science. Oh, everybody's talking about uh, the rated Area 51. That's a science story, right? Oh, I know it's a shit post. It's funny. Okay, but like I actually want to do real, <laughs> real science coverage. So that's going to be a big part of the. Uh, 2.0 Mindwave 2020 deal. Uh, again, the shows are going to come out every Sunday. Uh, where the hell are we at? Um, yes, reboot broadcast Sunday week. Oh, uh, a cool idea that I've been uh, rattling around in the old noggin for a while and couldn't really think of a framing device, if you will, for um, for this pocket of the mind wave universe if you will even framing the mind wave universe is confusing for a lot of people <laughs> because it's like the larger thing around the podcast in which the podcast exists i i guess the concept is too esoteric for a lot of people um <laughs> uh, but one of the things that i want to exist in this universe is the sandbox um, and that's like the creator sandbox. And that's people who are thinking outside the box, uh, creators of the world, to highlight their work. Um, and I'm, I'm going to highlight some of my own work in there. So um, people 
who I'm thinking about putting in the creator sound box, whether they like it or not. <laughs> John D. Boswell, Melody Sheep. Uh, I'm gonna f- have him as like a featured, featured artist in the creator sound box. It just says like a, not like an official like, hey, he's part of this, but like, hey, like we support these creators type of a thing. Uh, Nigel Stanford's probably uh, gonna be on there. Alexander Misko, he's a Russian guitarist that I support. Basically, all the artists that I support, uh, the creators of the world that I support, are going to get incorporated into this sandbox thing. That will give me the opportunity to have like a sandbox segment if I get to sit down with one of these creators to come and talk about you know their their process, their tools, etc. Um, to have a, a place to feature that and have that as like a theme, maybe not like a series, but just like a themed episode. Like, oh, you know, like, oh, this week on the Creator Sandbox, we're talking to so-and-so about their, you know, YouTube channel or their uh, music project. Or, uh, for example, one of the ones that I was working on in my uh, downtime, off-time, quasi-vacation thing without a functioning Mac I still had a functioning PC, so I got uh, lots of Sims time in, and I designed some uh, some Creatisim swatches for clothing because I'm a huge nerd and I'm obsessed with the Mandalorian, and I was like, "We need Mandalorians in the Sims. Uh, how do I make that happen?" And I remembered the Star Wars pack. EA released a free thing on Star Wars Day. Uh, a while back that had a bunch of the costumes and one of the costumes is a Boba Fett costume and it's kind of chintzy cheesy looking the actual mesh is good but the the skin on it was fucking ugly so I took that uh, separated out all the image layers made a blank a blankened smooth smoothened out whatever template uh, and then I made holy fuck like 14 different recolors uh, and I played with specular layers for a long time, which controls the shininess, uh, because I really wanted to have like some of those like classic Beskar shiny metal, you know, like bits, like the, the costume that's there, the Boba Fett costume is just like, it's bland, it's matte, it's all beat up and scratched and bullshitty because you know, that's what Boba Fett looks like. So I removed almost all of that like damagey texture and kind of like try to separate out all the layers into like, okay, these are the clothing bits. These are the parts that are supposed to be metal, quote unquote. Figuring all this out, uh, I used to do a little bit of this stuff for Sims 3, um, but I haven't done any creating for Sims 4 yet. So this was a hugely fun project. Um, I, yeah, like I said, like 14 different recolors. There's some rebel ones, there's some dark side, you know, empire ones, there's some like party ones, like digital or camo, the Hoth, uh, Endor. Uh, yeah, like lots of really cool different just like swatches that are just added onto the existing in game thing that are Mandalorians. It's super cute. I love it. Uh, I can't wait to share that with you. But yeah, that's, uh, um, yeah, for like my other creative projects like that. Those are the kinds of things that are going to show up in the sandbox. And I love modding. I would love to get, you know, like some some big name modders on uh, at some point because game modding is, they're so far ahead of the game. The modders, uh, forgive the pun, that was unintentional. Um, the modders are so far ahead of the game studios, you know, in terms of, in terms of giving 
giving the players what they want, you know. Game studios, they take for fucking ever. You know, the games are usually rushed. Sometimes they're often buggy, you know. And then the, there's this whole, like, DLC bullshit, you know. Like, oh, yeah, pay five more dollars and you can have this couch. It's, like, a bullshit model and people are fucking fed up with it. Um, but the modders are great for creating, you know, new custom items in game to tweak the settings within games and change, you know, like gameplay, add new features, things like that. So, uh, that's going to be one of like sandbox. I fucking love the sandbox. It took me a while to come up with a name. Um, I think I'm sticking with it because I like it. Right. Creator sandbox fucking, uh, geez. All right. I don't know where I am on, where I'm at on time. Um, I'm going to take the rest of it to talk about the live events that are coming up because I'm not paying for StreamYard anymore um, because it's not worth it. If I get a bunch of uh, new Super Pals and Patreon people, then I might consider paying for it just to have it. Um, but the justification in my mind, like I can't pay more to make the show than I'm getting back in support funds. It's just, it's... Because of my my financial situation, it's not feasible for me to do that. Anyway, I ramble fucking over. I still have access to all the premium features uh, of this service until the 15th. So my instinct, of course, is to give myself a huge project that I'll have to pull off by myself uh, and do one more live stream. Um, to kind of like really push the platform to the limits and show what it can do um, and just kind of have that serve as an example on our website of like, hey, this is the kind of shit that we could do if you support us on. <laughs> Fuck, it's it's so shitty to have to do that and to have to tell people to like, hey, like like and share this. Uh, but apparently you really do have to tell people that <laughs> like sometimes uh, it's, it's dumb, but, and I hate doing it, uh, but it's, it's part of the game, man. This is why I can't be a YouTuber. Cause like it's chock full of that smash that subscribe button and hit the little dingy down bell. So you get the notifications every time I make a fucking video. Yeah. I just, it's, it's obnoxious and I hate doing it anyway. Um, <laughs> So I'm like, I gotta, I gotta have a live show. So I'm uh, relaxing the other night. I'm catching up with Connor, my good buddy Connor. Fucking love Connor, man. Uh, and I've been sharing the Streamyard account with him because his show, The Daily Discussion, he does live streams as well. And I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm paying for this fucking thing, like, and I'm not using it to its full potential. So you can like use this too, um, you know, for your show. So I had to like break the news to him, like, hey, I'm not, <laughs> I'm getting rid of this service, but like, hey why don't we do a live show? Um, so the idea, and this is crazy. I've never, I've never done anything like this before. Um, I'm excited for it. It's a, a new direction, certainly, um, for Mindwave. And I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous, but at the same time, I'm really excited because I cannot wait to dig into this. We're going to be talking about religion. Um, context is everything here because I'm, I am not your typical, quote, atheist. I don't subscribe to any particular belief system as, like, a belief system. I like studying them. I think they're interesting. 
um, you know, but like academically as literature, not as divine truth from some cosmic source, because I understand that they're books, people wrote them. Um, anyway. So we're going to have a discussion and debate uh, on religion. He's more of a the philosophical uh, kind of guy. He wants to get into meaning and metaphor and, you know, like value that can be taken from the stories, um, you know, uh, intelligence in, in the way that, you know, the universe is put together, that kind of, he's at that kind of angle. And I'm very much like the evolutionary biology kind of like Hitchens without the like, <laughs> uh, evangelical atheism, if you will. Um, cause I'm not an atheist. I don't, I don't, self-identify in those ways i subscribe to a lot of views that atheists also hold but it's it's again complicated nuance need some time to unpack it so we're going to take three hours uh i think with scheduled intermissions okay so you can go potty and, and get your drinks and all that um so yeah we're going three hours and this is on january 10th and that's at 5 p.m pacific standard this is going to be streaming on my youtube channel youtube.com slash mindwave podcast and connor's channel as well um on youtube the daily discussion channel it's gonna be live q a throughout so if you're enjoying the discussion or you have ideas or insights or thoughts or conversational prompts um we'll be taking those live uh, in the comments section, we can put them right up on the screen and kind of talk about that and unpack that. Whatever your thoughts or insights are, uh, I'm thinking about opening up the phone line for a call-in, but that might be a step too far. But I really, I again, I want to push the limits on what this service can do. So yeah, uh, that's religion, utility, meaning, and metaphor. I'm the utility guy. I want to talk about how useful it is um, in modern society while granting uh, that it was incredibly useful throughout evolutionary history in terms of the large-scale cooperation of human beings. Um, it was crucial, I think. I would even go far as to say religion was absolutely vital to the development of civilization. Um, my argument now is that like modern society has made it functionally obsolete um, and not, not in a, it's just sitting in the corner kind of way more in like the, it's an old water heater in your house that can explode kind of way. <laughs> um, so it's, it's obsolete. I would argue um, all of the things that people get out of it, you know, they can be found out. They can be found elsewhere outside of that specific thing. So there's nothing particularly unique about that particular uh, belief system or framing that makes it, you know, special or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I my my argument is that it's not useful and it's actually harmful in a lot of cases. Um, so that is an atheist <laughs> argument, uh, but again, it's not coming from an atheist uh, or a self-identified one at, at 
any rate, I'm sure plenty of atheists listening to me would just be like, oh, shut up, dude. You're just, fuck, you're an atheist. Shut up. Uh, but I, 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 again, I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to wave that flag. Uh, it's not a hill I'm going to die on. And Connor's not your typical believer either. I mean, he's not like an evangelical or anything. Um, he is, I think, largely Christian culturally, certainly, um, and very interested in biblical theology. So it's going to be a really interesting conversation. It's going to be, you know, obviously more serious and deeper, uh, than places that I've tended to go in the past. Uh, I'm ready to jump into the deep end and see where we go and what the, really what the response is like. Cause I'm, I'm curious, uh, you know, long-term obviously to see where, where this goes, but I'm also curious to see real time. Um, in addition to taking Q and a live and reading comments and putting them up on the screen and stuff, I have been uh, planting little seeds around the uh, interwebs to harvest. So I have I have a handful that I've collected from different Facebook groups and maybe a couple from Twitter. Um, so we'll have places, even if nobody shows up, we'll have places to go. I mean, Connor and I always do. Uh, fascinating. We, we disagree in a way that's not even disagreeing. It's like not even disagreeing, if that makes sense. It's like we largely agree on a lot. We're just coming from very, very different places. Um, and we end up agreeing more than not. So it's it's a really great example of this return to discourse thing that I'm, I'm going hard on in 2020, particularly with the Outrage Machine series. Um... Which is happening. I know we've been talking about it on the show for like fucking months and months and months and months. It's happening, I swear. I've already recorded one session for it. Um, it did not go well because it was just too silly and too drinky drunky and not serious. Um, we had a hell of a lot of fun. It was a blast, but like it was like we had been going for like half an hour and like oh shit we didn't even start the show because we're just having too much fun and bullshitting so like i'll probably put that out on the after show it's going to require like this thing happens every once in a while with the mix down where like with zencaster it'll give you your track and then the guest's track but then sometimes they don't line up perfectly for some reason so like it takes some cutting and pasting and moving stuff around to get it to sound like an actual conversation. So, uh, that problem happened with that conversation. So I'll, I'll, I'll go back in and it was a great, uh, definitely after show material, not main show stuff. Um, great fucking conversation. So that'll be coming out. Um, uh, outrage machine. The first, uh, three guests are lined up. Rio Veritonier, Boone Hem, and check this out, Colin Wright, uh, that's at Swipe Wright on Twitter. Um, Ayan Hersi Ali had made a, a statement, comment, tweet in support of J.K. Rowling for defending women uh, in this crazy dumpster fire of a Twitter insanity nonsense war that's going on. I don't know if it's still going on, but it was just absolute cancer for... A hot second, um, and we might unpack that at some point. But I had thanked Ayan 
you know, for speaking up in defense of uh, JK. And Colin had liked my tweet. I'm like, oh, oh shit, that's Colin Wright. Uh, that's at swipe right on Twitter, W R I G H T. Uh, and I'm like, dude, you gotta come on the show. And he's like, okay. I'm like, oh, for real? Like, uh, yeah, for real, for real. So he's a biologist, uh, interesting guy, controversial guy, controversial guy. So that should be a, uh, that should be a fantastic fucking conversation. Uh, and recording for Outrage Machine is starting in February. So. That is a serious thing. It is happening. The official launch, I didn't mention this, the official launch of season two is February 2nd um, because that's a Sunday. And then from then on, it's every single Sunday. So it might be an Outrage Machine episode. It might be a science-heavy episode. It might be a Stargazer session. It might be a episode of Humanity First season two, which is the other thing, big, 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 announcement because I'm a big crazy dumb idiot and like to spread myself way too thin after I started uh, planning this event with Connor and producing stuff for it and promoting it it occurred to me we need to do another Yang stream and I believe it's actually Yang week um, conveniently so that's fucking fantastic so I'm brainstorming I'm thinking okay like what what do I do for Yang stuff, like how do I do something new? What new content can I put out in a live stream? And I came up with an idea, and I hope you like it. So my idea is to do a Humanity First Season 1 like rap party slash reunion party. Um, and th- thinking of it almost kind of literally like a high school reunion where we bring everybody back from season one, um, or at least leave the door open for them to pop in during the stream to say hi and give us updates on where they're at and what they're doing. So yeah, it's just, it's just a hangout. Um, if nobody's there, we're just going to be randomly sampling from season one. So we're just going to be streaming season one, playing random bits of it, kind of doing the memory flashback. I'm not going to do the cheesy doo-doo-doo-doo, all that. Um, so that's going to be the default setting for the stream is just, you know, catching or um, reviewing, you know, uh, the different episodes, memories, whatnot, talking to people as they pop in, uh, reading comments live, uh, same as the religion event. Um, but then I am definitely opening up the phone line, uh, for this stream for live call-ins for the whole stream. It's going to go from between one and two hours. I scheduled it from two to four on, uh, Sunday the 12th. So Sunday afternoon, right after the, uh, other live event. So I'm, I'm kind of putting them back to back. I hope I'm, I don't, I'm not shooting myself in the foot, but whatever, we'll see. Um, thankfully, the Yang episode doesn't require a whole lot of prep. I have some overlays and stuff to make, um, and more prom- promotional type shit. Um, again, I'm going to have to scramble because it's like, it's this week. Both of those events are this week. Uh, but yeah, so Humanity First Season 1 review, people are going to pop in, we're going to say Hi. 
The phone line's going to be open. We're going to be taking Yang story calls. So we're probably going to play some of the voicemails um, from the Voices series, incorporate those somewhere into the stream, um, and then we're actually going to try to take some of those calls live, have people call in from wherever they're at, uh, and just share their Yang story. Like, how? who are they? Where, where are they? How did they find out about Andrew Yang? Why are they pumped for his campaign? What does it mean to them, you know? Um, and just kind of get a bunch of those little minis uh, throughout the stream. And, and yeah, and just kind of close out there, really. I, I can't think of anything else really to do to celebrate. Um, if you have a cool idea for something that we could do, um, please let me know. A handful of people have RSV, RSVP'd for this, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. I hope... It takes off, and many, many, many people show in and comment, and if we could get a bunch of those calls, that would be super cool. Uh, I've been toying around with the idea of doing live call-ins, and I found a way to do it, so let's try it. <laughs> let's fucking try it out and see uh, how that goes. Other than that, holy shit, um... The first episode of Humanity First Season 2 is with Mikey Tronchi. I believe I'm going to put that out on the same day as the Humanity First Party on the 12th. Just as like a celebratory, hey, we're celebrating Season 1. Also, we're getting stoked for Season 2 because Season 2 is going to be awesome. Um, I do have the lineup somewhere. Where the hell did it go? Oh, you know what? That is on Facebook. It's in the Facebook, uh, on the page, actually, not in the group. So these aren't necessarily in order. The first three, I think, are Mikey Tronchi's number one. Jareen Elkins going to be episode two. Ariel Bakshanda is number three. Um, and then the other ones that I have who have agreed, we haven't scheduled, are Mark Clocko, Jimmy McKinney, Gregory Magarshuk, and Joshua McDonald. I'm sorry if, if I butchered any of those. I do have some surprise ones. Um, one really big one. Uh, I have not gotten confirmation, so I'm not going to announce it yet. Uh, other than that, stay tuned on Facebook and Twitter. That's just MindWave Podcast. Type it in anywhere. It'll all come up. It's all the same. Our Twitter handle, our Facebook handle, group handle thing. It's all the same shit. Or you can add to our... <laughs> website mindwave.media I'm going to be updating that periodically uh, throughout the month before the official launch of season 2 so if you are interested in staying up to date on uh, what the fuck is happening production wise between really between Twitter um, the Facebook group and if I have anything big I'll announce it on YouTube you know as well but yeah, lots to do, lots coming. Uh, we are officially going into high gear in February. So every single week, every Sunday, it's going to be awesome. We're going to talk science. We're going to talk to some cool people. We have some cool events coming up, and I hope you will join us. Come have a drink, bullshit. Uh, it's going to be great. This is Jenner, and this is Bill the Mind Whip. It's stupid. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> love you guys. Take care. I will try to uh, catch up with you soon. And 
yeah, maybe, hmm, did I want to close out? I might close it out with music. I might not. I might just cut it here. We'll see. I'll talk to you later. Love you guys. Bye.